Hey y'all, this is Ruth Ann Wallace from The Raw Project, Real Authentic Wisdom. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and don't forget to hit like. Also, tune in to listen to us on Spotify. Hi, this is Ruth Ann Wallace from The Raw Project, Real Authentic Wisdom. And today is episode two and the title for this episode is called no one is invisible you know when you think about somebody being invisible uh, you don't necessarily think about a small child everybody notices a child everybody thinks that kids are so cute mostly and um but in this raw story today you will see how i felt invisible and i hope that you get from this story some wisdom about how no one really is truly invisible when they see other people here's the raw story so just a little bit about me is that i grew up in a big family uh eight kids and uh just loaded house with all kinds of people. We always had cousins and friends and things over. And um, I grew up in a small Midwest town. And when I say small, I mean like tiny Midwest town. And I was, I, I should say my family was the minority. Um, we were one of a few black families, uh, I think in my town where I actually grew up maybe I was maybe one of two black families and then the the larger town which was actually a large small town it had uh, a few more but not very many and so my life growing up was my family my large family and then the community of my church and so a lot of black folk and this is what i'm going to call them i know some of you are saying why doesn't she say african-american well i don't say it because i'm black i'm proud of it and we were just black folk and that's what we were and that's what we are and so anyway i uh grew up in the community of my church and you know everybody was black complete uh, all black church uh Everybody, you know, uh, around us, my, when we hung out with people and what have you, they were all like me. And so I felt very confident. I felt confident. I felt, I felt great, you know, when I get in my community and what have you. And, and everybody on my street where I lived was white, but you know, it, it didn't matter because inside my home, the thing that was taught was love your neighbor as yourself. That's just what the mantra was. My parents were very, uh, had very strong faith. They, um, and that's just what they said. You know, we're going to love people. We're going to love our neighbor as ourselves. So I just grew up with that. And um, so within my community, in my black community, it's like, okay, that's really simple. Love my neighbor as myself. On my street or where I would go, it's like, okay, love my neighbor as myself, but I was six years old once, believe it or not, and it was time for me to go to kindergarten. 
And so back in the day, you know, you didn't go to preschool like for four years and then go to kindergarten. It's like literally you just went to kindergarten. And um, I went to, I didn't want to go to school. I just felt some type of way about it. And I, I was really, really nervous. Uh, but the day came that I had to go to kindergarten. I'll never forget it. Even as I was telling this story earlier to my husband, I was thinking, I was starting to feel the emotion of how stressed that I actually was, how anxious I was to be going to kindergarten away from my family first and then away from my community. So uh, I get to kindergarten first day and I remember this and I'm walking in the door and everyone's going in single file, right? And I look up and there's my teacher, you know, and I thought that she was like seriously old and, and she was to a six-year-old and she, she pats me on the head and I go in and I can't remember where I was in the line, but I just remember looking at her and then turning around and looking at my classroom filled with classmates and nobody looked like me. And in that moment, I probably couldn't have articulated it then, obviously at six years old, but when I look back at my life, I literally wanted to be like swallowed up in the ground because I looked at everybody and nobody looked like me, nobody. And so I felt in that moment completely invisible. I took my seat. I sat down, I kind of looked a little bit at the kids around me, but I just paid attention in the class. I had my snack by myself. I, I didn't know exactly what to do. And so I came, you know, uh, first day, second day, third day. I don't remember how long it was until I saw another invisible person. And he was sitting, taking his snack by himself. He was playing by himself. And I looked at him that day and I was like, oh my goodness, there's my best friend. There he is. And so I found my way over to him. And I recognized in that moment, our faces weren't the same color but we were the same person. He was invisible and I was invisible. And you know what? My uh, visibility or my eyes were able to see him. And he looked up and he was able to see me and we were no longer invisible. And so he became my best friend. He loved to have tea parties and he loved to play whatever I wanted to play. And he was, you know, we were really alike. He was a little chubby and he had these really incredible hazel eyes and um, he had a little lisp. And here I was, I was brown. I was a little black girl and he and I, we became fast friends. And at that point, we were no longer invisible. We had one another. 
And so it made me think about my mom and dad teaching me, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. And I realized in that moment that I had found a neighbor, that I actually found a neighbor in this sea of people that I didn't think was anything like me at all. I found my neighbor. And so I want to say to you today, you know, maybe you need to find that person that feels like they're invisible because you never know what they may give you. You never know what they may have for you. What my invisible person had for me, he gave me the courage to be able to come to that class every day, excited, thinking about what he and I were gonna do, what adventure that he and I were gonna have for that day. And I automatically started to love school. And so now fast forward to my life and to just the real authentic wisdom of that situation. I realized that when you are able to see somebody else in their pain, in their struggle, it can help you to overcome your own. It can help you to have empathy, to love them and to, and to, and to love them as yourself and to really actually look at them and see them for who they really are. And when you look at them and you see them for who they really are, then you know something about yourself. And what I know about myself then and what I know about myself now is that nobody is invisible. I know that everybody is important, that everybody has meaning. Every life counts. And that's what I, that's what I learned. And that's what my friend taught me all those years, 50 some odd years ago. And you know what? He's still my friend today. He's still one of my good friends to this very day, 50 years later. And so I want to ask you a question. When was the last time that you were able to see somebody, like really see them? When was the last time that that happened, that you actually noticed somebody that might need you as much as you need them? And that's exactly what happened to me. He needed me as much as I needed him. When was the last time that that happened to you, that you actually saw someone? Send me a comment, send me an email, uh, let me know. Answer that question for yourself and then send me the answer. I would love to hear about your real authentic wisdom, your raw story. I would like to hear that because you know what? You're important and your story is important and this is not the end. See you next time.